0: This is Will Montgomery, former Washington Redskins Center.
1: Yo, what's good, folks? This is Trey Johnson, the headbanger, yo. And you're listening to Mess Hall with Rally
0: Captain and tailgate tech. Bird. What's going on, Rally? How was your bye week, man?
1: Well, uh, (laughs) peaceful. That's I think that sums it up. Peaceful and and relaxing for a change. What about you? It was good, man.
0: It was good. The uh, the missus and I, you know, we, we didn't go out of town like some people do during the bye week. We uh, we went to a different Wegmans. So that was kind of our highlight of the weekend was going to a <laughs> different Wegmans than the one we normally go to. So, you know, nothing crazy. Just uh, probably buying way too much stuff in that shopping cart and heading mm-hmm. home and uh, maybe eating some ice cream I probably shouldn't have got. So not well, much else, gonna-
1: I was gonna say if that was your highlight, you're getting old, brother. That sounds like what old folks do. I mean, <laughs> count the count the hairs on corn and stuff like that. I mean, you know, that just that sounds good. Uh, okay, but hey, that that's what you, at least it was better than what I did because all the things I did was was realistically just just sit back, man, and just I had to work. So I mean, other than that, you know that it it is what it is. But I I, I will never complain about that because I understand. What what uh, is my bread? So, you know, you, you can never complain about work.
0: Yeah, man, you got to pay those trips somehow. Speaking of which, when are you uh, heading out for uh, L.A.?
1: Wednesday. Nice. So th- this time tomorrow, I'll be in the air.
0: Nice, nice. So for those wondering, it's Tuesday, December twelfth, at four thirty-six. I appreciate you guys sending in messages. We weren't gonna do a show this past week because we had the bye week. We also had. You know, no game to recap this Monday. So we're recording this on Tuesday to kind of prep for this week's matchup against the Rams. So I did get to do something fun, and I I don't consider it bi-week considering it was last night. So I got to go to uh, Jingle Ball. So Hot 99.5. Jingle jingle Ball? Hot 99.5 has a concert they put on every year. And Elizabeth and he's a good friend. I know you see her up at the tailgate and everything else. Mm -hmm. So we're hanging out there. and. They have, let me count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine acts. Oh, wow. Ask me how many of these nine I actually know.
1: You would do all nine, didn't you?
0: <laughs> Who the hell is Gittle? G with apostrophes around it, I-D-L-E, David Kushner, Melanie Martinez, NCT Dream, dochi I, I have no idea who any of these people are i knew who mm. one republic was and jelly roll and okay. uh flow rider came out to end it, which was oh, actually nice. yeah that was a lot of fun so it was kind of cool seeing that but beforehand i'm hanging out at this place called urban roast downtown next to cap one mm-hmm. and a guy walks up and i'm in my straight jingle ball outfit i've got a i'll put a picture of it online please it's, do it's a llama that lights up with a beard. So he's got like Christmas lights, blanket and everything else. You know, it's like a, a stupid Christmas sweater. And one of our listeners walks up and asks if he, I want to take a picture with him. I really didn't want to do it because I'm wearing this crazy outfit that I didn't think anybody would see. But it was actually a lot of fun, man, running into a couple of listeners and s- running into listeners in places that I had no idea that they would be. You know, like the country concert and hanging out yeah. at this Christmas bar is actually a lot of fun.
1: That just goes to show you how vast our listening audience is, man. I mean, it, 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 it's really surprising. And here's the other thing that that's really surprising. We were so busy doing what we were doing. It took other listeners to say, Hey, you guys do realize that you completed hundred shows. <laughs> I, I, I totally forgot about it. I mean, we were just so doing and having a good time to where it, it didn't even register. But but I appreciate everyone that came out and said, hey, you guys do re- you do realize you did 100 shows. It's a milestone, yeah. man.
0: Lloyd Lloyd and a bunch of other people were chiming in. It was awesome to kind of get that feedback from everybody. And I did get a couple of messages from people that said they picked up some Don't Sleep Energies. And we wouldn't be able to do this without those guys. Mike over there is phenomenal. So I was at the yeah. concert last night until, I want to say midnight. Then I went to the after party. And then I got up at 5.30 this morning. So thank goodness I have those don't sleep energies sitting in the fridge to help me actually get through this day because I would be passed out right now if we were uh, actually recording and I not actually grab any of those.
1: And, and for, for everyone that's, that's listening and viewing, if you're going to order don't sleep, you have to do us as well as don't sleep a big favor and type in DMV mess hall in the code section so that you can get your discount. You really, if you like Don't Sleep and you like saving money, I mean, I like both of them. So best believe I put that in, in the section so that I can get my discount. Get yours too. Don't be shy about it. Make it work for you the way that we make it work for us.
0: Yeah, there's what? Two away games left on the schedule. So you could put an order in right now. Go to don'tsleepenergy.com. Get yourself some red berry shots so you can stick in your carry-on. I mean, except the one to New York. I don't know if anyone would be flying up to New York, but
1: I'm you, taking you the train know. up.
0: You're taking the okay. bus.
1: Actually, so. the bus got canceled, bro. What? Yeah, man. The oh, bus man. got canceled. We we we've got let let's face it, and this is something that every business owner knows about. When you have a bad product, people don't want to spend money on it. And so a lot of people said you said, you know what? Hey, we will not be going. And so it is what it is. It happens. It's, it's a part of life. I'm assuming you're still going though. I mean, I will still be going. Okay. The streak will. The streak will be intact unless, so, unless uh-oh. some some unforeseen reason, i.e., weather, says, don't go. Gotcha.
0: Well, I'll be up there. So if okay. you're coming up, let me know because I want you to meet Tailgate Joe. If you think my tailgate's crazy, this guy's like Chuck Norris level. I mean, he's wow. got a whole crew. And they charge like $450 and like a bunch of money to do this thing. But I want you to meet Tailgate Joe when you get up there. I mean, it's he got pizza ovens, like custom pizzas he's making for people. It's just it's insane. So I'm so looking forward pa- to that game.
1: Who pays $450? The 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 average fan?
0: Yeah. For like a VIP tent with oh. your own like beer pong oh. table and also yeah it's, I oh. we don't charge at ours so you know <laughs> there's zero chance i would do that but i can't wait to see how the other half lives especially up in jersey
1: yeah i i definitely would want to see that uh i may slide him a 20 but <laughs> what can i give a 20 like remember chris rock what, 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 can I, let me get one rib Good Lord, that's expensive. (laughs) Let me get get one rib. Can I just get a couple of ice?
0: (laughs) I actually saw something. I think it was on, I want to say it was like the Today Show over the weekend. And they're selling ice. And I'm going to not get it right, but it's in one of those Asian countries where they're literally grilling ice and putting seasoning on top of it and then giving it to you at a street market.
1: Okay seasoning on ice all Uh, right
0: it it was i I got ideas for the tailgate i mean i can definitely save some money just buying some ice and just putting some paprika on top but it was crazy man because they're eating the ice with chopsticks so it's some place overseas where they're doing this and i'll put on the youtube page people can see the video it was just i can't believe people are paying for stuff and i
1: I definitely want to see it
0: yeah and speaking of paying for some crazy stuff uh did you get your season ticket renewal
1: Yes, I did, and I gotta tell you, bro. Um, I wasn't happy about it. Uh, you I really
0: think I, everybody else out there?
1: Yeah, I wasn't happy about it, and and so I'm gonna say this: I'm not one of these uh, guys who doesn't understand economics or the economy. I, I I do understand that. I think that what they should have done. It said, hey, in the forthcoming season of 2024 slash 25, we will be upping the tickets in February to this price if you're a season ticket holder. I think maybe I would have been able to stomach it a little bit. But no. They said, take this right now and deal with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. And that was what I was frustrated about like those of you that don't have season tickets all of us season ticket holders got our invoice it was a nice letter and uh i think it was a video from jason Ryan i didn't bother right. clicking on it mm-hmm. i mean a, a big old picture of rally right on the front page i mean you need to get royalties considering they're using your likeness to uh sell season tickets
1: and 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 by the way, just be, my picture is on there, but I'm not getting paid. So so if it, if you're not paying me for your season ticket holders, members. Okay, it's, it's not going to be coming to my pocket. They just put my picture up there. Why? I I don't know, but they did, and which I mean, I'm happy they did because any public pub is good pub, but but not when you people are wanting to spend their hard earned money and they see my face. Now they're gonna hate me. <laughs>
0: And I've been getting a lot, I don't want to say hate from people, but a lot of people are saying, Hey, well, you don't have to buy your season tickets. It's like, I, I get it. You guys don't have to buy your season tickets, but rally and I've said plenty of times on the show, we're not going anywhere. We're going to the mm-hmm. games. This man flies to all the freaking away games too. You know, just imagine that, but we got our invoice December 6th or December 5th. The first payment, if you're going to do a payment plan is due December 15th. So for those of you that celebrate Christmas, your first payments due 10 days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And this, this part cracked me up. So what you get, if you decide to re up is a commander's W chain. I mean, talk about <laughs> ripping off your gimmick. The fact that they are now giving season ticket holders, if they decide to sign up by a certain point, a, a little baby W chain to walk around the stadium with, because we know it's not going to be anywhere near the size of yours.
1: No, and I guess that means that I'll be deferring.
0: <laughs> I just, I mean, out of all the things, because I did you ever get your season ticket holder uh, jersey from when we signed back up in like twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two?
1: So I did not because they told me that I was outside of the window. There was, apparently, they, I think they were given let's just say two hundred. I was like two twenty, and they were like, "Nope, you're outside of the window, so you don't get one."
0: Yeah, I never got mine, and I was inside the window. So it is nah. what it is. I mean, I, I wasn't yeah. going to bitch about that because I've already got you know a tailgate Ted jersey. It's just kind of annoying. But mm-hmm. if you also decide to sign up, so for those wondering, last year our season ticket prices went up. Mm-hmm. Mine were thirteen oh nine. dollars They went to $13.99. So they went up $90. But I could choose to not get the increase if I paid the entire nut in full. So it would just go back to the regular price. This year, if you decide to pay in full, you get a gift card, not per seat. You get one gift card for your account, ranging from $100 to $500, depending on where your seats are and how much it costs for the team store. That's supposed to make us feel better for the increase. You need the cash. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather have the cash because I – I'm on record, and I know they're not happy about this. I am not buying any more gear. I mean, this is a Washington football team Star Wars shirt that was on the discount rack in the team store, you know, a couple of years back. Yeah, It's like, I don't want a gift card to the team store to buy stuff that I don't know if it's going to be relevant in a couple of years, considering everything that's happening with the rebrand or another potential rebrand. So Mm -hmm. unless that gift card, I I don't have to worry about it expiring. It just does me absolutely no good. I would rather get money back in the stadium on concessions. You you know, parking's costing me $500. Maybe give me a discount on my parking pass or something like that instead. But no, they're giving it to the team store. It's ridiculous, man. Baller. (laughs) Parking costs (laughs) you the same amount, man. Uh, Well, I ride with someone else.
1: Luckily, I ride with Rodney. Shout out to Rodney with, with the commander's truck. You know, he can't he can't miss that thing for a mile away. But okay. uh, shout out to him. He, he, but I, I take care of him on other things for, for taking care of the parking. So it, it's a win-win situation.
0: And they're also redoing the parking at the stadium. So it's no longer gonna be FedEx colors. And they talked about this with fan captains a couple of years ago. They're actually instituting it now. So the purple lot is gonna turn into the burgundy lot. The orange and green lot are gonna turn into the gold lot. So it's just mm-hmm. gonna be burgundy and gold because that's supposed okay. to improve ingress and egress. But regardless, my season tickets went up $300 a ticket. Mm-hmm. Right? They said the average increase was no more than 7%. Mine went up over 20%. And I don't want to get it in your pocket, but I can only assume based upon where you sit that yours went up more than 7%. Yeah,
1: it went up. And uh, let's just say the captain was not happy, but... I understand. I don't like it, but I understand. And next time the same way that you have these forums where you call people or send them an email, I think you might want to do that. Send, send out an email or, or give us a call first and, and let us voice our opinion. Since we are a opinion driven fan base, apparently. <laughs>
0: I get it. It's like, if we want FedEx to be better, They're going to Mm -hmm. pass the buck down to us, and we're going to have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So prices go up. We've had two ticket increases in 20 years. So I'm not crying over that. I'm crying over the fact that you didn't give us warning. Jets fans got Mm -hmm. their invoices in October, right? They didn't get their invoice a couple of days before Christmas. They got their invoice in October. So you can kind of budget for this. Definitely. And I did a bunch of media around town just kind of voicing my displeasure with it. So I don't think I'm going to get my invite into the owner's box towards the end of the season. But, you know, I just want them to know that, hey, we get it. Stuff yeah. goes up. But we're also not millionaires. Like, you guys can just drop cash like that. All of a sudden, we're getting hit with a bill out of nowhere that we knew the bill was coming. But now mm-hmm. the first payment is due right by Christmas. Have a little heart. You know, just understand that we're all not in the same financial situation that you guys are that just bought this team.
1: Yeah. Now I don't I won't be able to get my son the GI Joe with the Kung Fu grip. You yeah. know, it's, well, it's kind
0: of, <laughs> it's I kind joked, of... but Christmas is canceled at the tailgates, man. We're actually, I don't think we're putting up a tree. We ain't getting some presents. You know, the missus and I are gonna go up to New York and we're gonna do something there. But mm. because of this, all of a sudden, five hundred, six hundred dollar out of nowhere payment <sighs> that we gotta make. We're just not doing it because people are saying, all right, you're crazy for canceling Christmas. like, And this isn't going to come off well. I get 10 Commanders games. Christmas is one day of the year. So to me, those 10 Commanders games are more important than obviously December 25th. And I know it's going to piss some people off, but, hey, I got to pay for my season ticket somehow. So what am I cutting? We're cutting some presents this year.
1: Hey, old St. Nick is just old. That's just, that's just, not, he'll be, he'll be passing over the, the captain's house too. That's just, that's just how it is, bro. But Hey man, when it comes down to it it, it, it reminds me of, and this is another topic altogether, but, but old people or older people on, 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 that are retired. And they say, I didn't know whether I was going to pay my rent or my medicine. So yeah. you, you gotta, you gotta juggle what you, what you want to do. And so there we are, and I will be making my payment begrudgingly. But it is what it is, and I also feel as though they should have waited. And 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 I, I say that they should have waited to say, hey, look, we're going to be bringing in, hypothetically, general manager, so and so, and we're going to be making this guy our head coach. Give me something more to look forward to. My payment yeah. going out of my pocket versus, hey, it's going up, so shove it or love it. You know, take it. That's just how it is. You're forced down your throat. I, needed, I need to see more because a lot of people have said, whoa, we've got a subpar or inferior product and you're raising prices that doesn't bode well.
0: Well, the other part is they said they're raising prices because every home game has been a sellout. Like, it's been a sellout from a bunch of the opposing fans taking over our stadium. All the Bills fans flooded us. I mean, Bills mm-hmm. Mafia just took over FedEx Field the giants fans took over we all know the eagles fans did you saw all of the miami. dolphins fans miami mm-hmm. flew north for the winter and they took yeah. over a stadium so you're penalizing us because all the away team fans are coming in and buying up seats i mean just the messaging around this i wish they would have you know talk about focus groups and this and that i wish they would have yeah. had a fan or someone read this and how you guys are trying to justify the cost increase it's like, oh, because you guys are sitting next to a bunch of Bills fans, we're going to raise your season ticket price up. Like, no, make single game tickets cost more money than regular game tickets. Definitely. If you have season tickets, give the season ticket holder a break for buying those season tickets. Whereas, you know, the 49ers game, I guarantee the person sitting next to me is going to pay less than I did for my ticket, which is going to oh, hurt.
1: Yeah, big time. And I always ask people, hey, man, how much did you pay for these tickets? Because the guy who, who, used to sit next to me, was a season ticket holder. Well, he's still a season ticket holder, but he just sells. He puts them on an open market. And nine times out of ten, it's the opposing team who is uh, sitting sitting next to me or standing, if you will, next to me. And speaking of standing, once again, I just don't understand these ushers. Well, I do, but I don't. And it's a football game. And the young lady says, Mr. Captain, be mindful of the other people behind you and I said we're at a football game yeah I'm cheering I, I understand but be mindful and and so I had to turn around and say are you guys okay with me standing because I will sit down but are you are you and everybody was like we're fine
0: so that just kind of <laughs> it's uh, annoying especially when it, we're it, gonna it's beat like 40 it, points yeah, yeah yeah you know it's I, I hear you. it's I try and only stand if the people are standing in front of me, unless it's like big plays, you know, second down, third down, something going on trying to get the right. fouled up. But to me, if you want to sit, go sit upstairs on a club level. Cause if you're downstairs and you're in the nitty gritty with, I don't want to say the real fans, but the fans down in the hundred section, 200 section, you know, we're going to stand, we're going to cheer. We're going to root for the team or get sit excited, out. sit on your couch, mm-hmm. you know, donate your ticket. I'm collecting tickets for wounded warriors at this point, because I'd rather them come to the game than a bunch of 49ers fans or Cowboys fans at the end of the year Mm -hmm. and get a full tax credit on that instead of, you know, pennies of the dollar on your ticket. But I was just kind of frustrated, man, when they did that to us, because to me, this is the first strike against the hogs, against the Harris ownership group in regards to doing the fans dirty. I expected something like this from Dan, but from the Harris group to raise prices this much. And there are a couple of people out there who I, I won't name their names, but I know, you know who I'm talking about. Their increase was 50% because Ooh. their tickets were deemed touchdown club, but they were paying non-touchdown club prices. So when they got those invoices, they freaked out, man. I mean, it was, you talking about 8% increase. theirs is 50. So I can only imagine how frustrating that is.
1: You like take these tickets and shove it. Yeah. I don't
0: need to sit in touchdown club. A bunch of people are saying, well, you can move sections. Yes, I understand we can move sections. I can move upstairs to the 400 level, whatever else. But I've sat with the same people in my section for 15 years now. You know, mm-hmm. I know these people. They're like family. I don't want to move. I don't want to have to move. But, you know, if someone can't afford, but they still want to keep tickets, that's definitely an option. You know, short of giving your seats up. It was just kind of frustrating to see that come out, especially if we mm-hmm. already recorded, the courts, we get a chance to talk about it.
1: Well, what I'm wondering is this. You signed a contract, which I I understand, and you say, look, I just can't afford it. What are they going to do for you as far as that's concerned? That's what I like to know. Or because back in the day, hey, you couldn't pay it. So what? We're going to take your firstborn. I mean, they tried to get blood from a turnip. So I'm wondering what is the protocol now if a person says, hey, you raised the ticket prices on me. and so I can't afford it. So what do I do?
0: Well, people can opt out because a lot of people didn't know that if you're on a payment plan now, your payment plan automatically renewed unless Mm -hmm. you opted out. So, I mean, to me, that was a little shady. So if someone missed the email, all of a sudden, December 15th, they're not paying attention, and they get another couple hundred dollar bill on their credit card statement that they thought was already over with by now.
1: And that's three days from now, folks.
0: Yeah. So if if you're listening to this. if,
1: If you're listening, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, make sure you check, but no, you can definitely opt out and so say you don't want your tickets. Because I opted out of the payment plan, so mm. you can call them to get put on a different payment plan. They will work with you on that if you don't want to make your first payment due right before <laughs> the holidays. So there's, they're willing to work with fans. They're not being on, I guess, just complete dicks about that process. But just the way everything kind of came down was frustrating. And speaking of frustrating, did you see the article in ESPN? That was supposed to be about trading away Montez and Chase and firing Del Rio. But to me, it was kind of digs at B enemy by the players.
1: I did see that. And like you said, it was fluff, but the meat of the subject seemed as though they wanted they're talking about the enemy. And 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 Ted, I mean, man, it goes back to everyone isn't going to get what they want all the time. So so let's say we get rid of BNME, right? Because the players say he works us too hard or or we don't like his style of coaching. What if we bring someone else in who's harder than BNME? Then what do you do? Are you going to complain again under the new tutelage of a new head coach? How, at some point in time, you got to lace your bootstraps up, tighten that chin strap up and do what you got to do as a, as a player, because I mean, we, we know that you just aren't going to be able to get everything your way when you want it.
0: No, you can't. And Jay Gruden had, they used to call it club J with his training camps mm-hmm. and the enemy comes in here and you got players that are bitching about how hard training camp is and about how hard they're being worked. You haven't gone 500 in For how many years now? I mean, Ron Rivera hasn't gone 500 his entire tenure here. And the guys prior to that, you know, Gruden's last couple of years were horrible. So you're upset that you're being asked to work tougher? And this is from the article. Their off day was switched from Tuesday to Monday. And the enemy had that set up with the Chiefs. And he basically said that, you know, people are getting kind of in a rut. And he wanted to change it up. So switching your off day, sorry. Shouldn't be that big a deal. Now, this is also from the article, it says, among the players, other issues early in the year per team sources was that afternoon offensive meetings frequently ran long and got in the way that players needed treatment. The enemy's initial concession was to allow players to use foam rollers on the floor of the meeting rooms to save meeting time. And then another one said in recent weeks, the enemy has relaxed some of the demands, including shortening Wednesday practices from two hours too closer to an hour and a half. I mean, you guys are getting your ass kicked up and down the field. You haven't won anything in how long, Mm -hmm. and you're pissed off that the coach wants to keep you there for two hours versus an hour and a half? Yeah. How do you expect to get better as a team if you won't even do these small things off the field? Mm -hmm. I don't get it, man.
1: It, It goes back to what I was just saying, Ted. So you get you take away the enemy, but you don't know who your head coach is going to be. And if you've got a hard nosed head coach who doesn't care about that, you just jumped from the frying pan into the fire. What are you going to do? So you you got to deal
0: with it. The grass isn't always greener. So no. I mean, it's just and this the enemy was demanding this because this is what he got from the Chiefs. The Chiefs I, we all know won Super Bowls, and a lot of people now are saying. The Chiefs without the enemy are mm-hmm. somewhat of a show of their former selves. I mean, did you watch that uh, Chiefs Bills game during did you watch any football during the bye week? It's curious. I,
1: I did, and, and the Chiefs have regressed. They they have. I mean, it's, they're still a powerhouse, but how they put things together, you can tell it's not the same. And is it because of the enemy not being there? It it sure does seem like it, if 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 we're gonna look at it that way. Um th- there's so much better than what they've shown.
0: Did and... you see the last... Did, so you, did you watch the, the Bills game?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And Kadarius Toney not being lined up.
1: Probably. Right, right. So but they those, say... They, yeah, go ahead. go ahead.
0: Those wondering, you know, go back. You can look it up on Twitter or anything else. I mean, the Chiefs were driving down the field against the Bills if you guys didn't watch the game. And all of a sudden, Travis Kelsey, middle of the field, catches the ball. It was almost like a hook and ladder design mm-hmm. play where he just laddered it back. And it was a touchdown and they took the lead over the bills with a minute, and some change left. There was a flag on the play because Tony wasn't lined up properly. And it was kind of like how Terry wasn't lined up properly against the Giants. I want to say it was last year, but yeah. they said the enemy would nitpick players on little tiny minute details like that, because you can't afford to have something go wrong. And then you saw it on TV go wrong like that. And To me, it's those things that the players are bitching about that he's trying to drill into them. It's like all the small details. And they're working past midnight during the week, and the players are bitching about being there for two hours instead of an hour and a half while the coaches are there past midnight and getting there first thing in the morning before the players even get there? I just feel that our players are soft, man. It's like marshmallow soft. It's ridiculous.
1: It it. This is one of those things to where I always say that, that some of this stuff should be held in-house because ultimately the fans don't have a say. We don't have a say on, on who we can be there, who cannot be there. But if we, if we did have a say, the fans would say, get those guys out of here. You know, we, we, yeah, we love you, but at the same time, we want to see a, a winning uh, tradition on the field. And if you're complaining, the fans would say, "Leave," and and I'm sure that if this was a fan-run team, a lot of these guys probably would not be here. But that's what the reason why we don't have a fan-run team because uh, we fans have stuff on our shoulder and we let it we let it go. You know, we so realistically, now's not the time to complain. It isn't. No,
0: it's not, and I mean, it just to me, it it screams loser that this team mm-hmm. is a loser. And I, I feel their comments have come out. You know, we all know Ron has gone at the end of the year. So yeah. comments have come out that he has just completely lost the ability to motivate these players that he doesn't really have them buying in to what he's trying to tell them because they all know he's not going to be around anymore. And Montez sweat is in Chicago. He's actually doing really well. Just got that big fat check. These are some comments that he made to a reporter in Chicago about how things are different where he is now. Let me play him real quick. Where I came from, it was, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like uh, just waiting on the season to
1: end, kind of. But here it's like uh, every week, you know, it's, it's a new challenge and
0: people want to play for the, for the man beside him. And that's, that's what I'm here from. Waiting on the season to end. I mean, honestly, I, I feel that he's telling the truth. I feel that Mm -hmm. everyone is just waiting for the season to end. And the Bears, you know, hopefully they keep winning because we're competing with them for a higher draft pick. But the Bears right now, standing-wise, trying to see where they are. I mean, they are 5-8. and So they're doing better than we are. But I don't feel that Tez is talking crap about us. I think he's telling the truth. I mean, what do you think?
1: I think it's it's a little bit of a dig. I, I think he's telling the truth, but at the same time, I'm gonna get my dig in because he saw what the, if you want to say, culture was here or is here. He's a, he was been a part of it for all these for all these years. He understands it. So if anybody can say it, I appreciate him saying it because maybe that puts the people on notice, Ted. I, I really, I really think that, you know. You need to put people on notice. You, ne- you need to let them know the way you're doing it isn't working. And, I'm, and I pray to you that the new general manager, the new head coach, whomever we're going to bring in can get the best out of these guys. And we have a motiv- motivator among men. That's what I'm hoping. So that if a guy does leave after the new regime comes in, he can say, no, these guys are about business, and I don't know who that is that you can bring in to say that. But when the person leaves here to go to another squad, they they won't be making these type of statements. They they will definitely say, you know, the commanders or Washington Football Team or whomever our name is or whatever. Those guys meant business, and so you better, as they always say, bring your pail, you know, bring your lunch pail to work when you when you work for these guys. That's what I want to hear versus. We kind of just look past it everything. And because it, it's so defeatist and, I, and oh, man, it, it burns me up. I don't even want to talk about it.
0: It, it, it really is, man. It's, it's frustrating because the players are miserable. The whole town's miserable. All we can do is just wait for the season to end. And I really don't think Tez is just throwing digs in there. I mean, he's talking about the guy beside you fighting for you. And we've got John Allen talking about how he thinks about not playing here you know, about talking to his agent and being traded at the end of the season. And it's coming to his mind. And you cannot say that as a team captain. And I don't want to rehash a past episode, but to me, Tez's comments echo that, that your team captain, and I don't want to say this is what John's doing, but everyone's just waiting for the season to end, just waiting to move on and going Mm -hmm. from there. And I was thinking about this, like, To me, when I think of the past coaches, obviously, you know, coach Gibbs saved us, you know, brought, made this franchise what it was, you know, what is Ron Rivera's legacy going to be when he's gone from here? When we go back and look at the Ron Rivera era here, you know, what would you remember fondly of and what would you, I just kind of think of his overall legacy here that he's kind of known for after the fact
1: the first thing I'd say is him taking the job. I was very excited for him to take the job after that. I'm going to say his lack of picking talent. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Coming here, I was ready to run through a brick wall for him. And after four years of us picking non starters, if you will, who just who, who just have haven't played up to their potential we've got all these picks but they just didn't play to their potential and I think that's what's going to be his downfall or in, in my eyes his legacy
0: yeah I'd say some of the best players on this roster are ones that were drafted by Gruden and the previous regime I mean John Duran those weren't picks by Rivera you know Terry wasn't a Rivera pick Mm-mm. so I mean Curtis Samuel was a free agent that came in I just he was Curtis Samuels. I think the only free agent that was actually decent that Rivera brought in and there was a tweet. I'll see if I can find it that someone put out there that I had tweet way too much. So I'm not sure if I can actually find this damn thing, but it was a list of all of Rivera's free agents that he had brought in here. And it was sad to look at this list. I mean, Rivera, the person, great person and oh, yeah. the fact that he had to go through cancer and chemo and COVID and trying to bring this team through COVID and losing our name and the ownership scandals and everything else. I don't think there are very many people that could have handled that as gracefully as he did. But Rivera, the GM, the personal personnel manager, the coach in general, the head coach of this team, he failed flat out. And, you know, we've, Brought it up numerous times. The only reason we got in the playoffs is because Doug Peterson benched Jalen Hurts and wanted a better draft pick. You know, realistically, it has been an abject failure. And this was from Commander Mm -hmm. Sean. Notable free agent signings under Ron Rivera. William Jackson III, bust. Ryan Fitzpatrick, bust. Charles Leno, eh, jury's out. Bobby McCain, bust. David Mm -hmm. Mayo, Bust. Joey Sly, depends on the day. Andrew Norwell, bust. Trey Turner, bust. Andrew Wiley, not working out. Nick Gates, not working out. Cody Barton, not working out. Only one on here, really? Curtis Samuel. I mean, Mm -hmm. these are the guys that they brought in here. And the players that we've lost, Brandon Sheriff, right? Tim Settle, DeAndre Carter, Morgan Moses, Dustin Hopkins, Ioannidis, Trent Williams. I mean, those are some – Morgan Moses is still kicking ass up in Baltimore right up the freaking road. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I get Sheriff got paid a ton of money, but you let these guys walk, and I'd kill to have Tim Settle back right now. I just feel that he had heart that people just kind of rallied around. And for me, his legacy is one of just – Losing, and I also blame him for, I hate to say it, but I blame him for this commander's name. I don't think we would be the commanders if Ron Rivera was not the head coach when we went through this huh. rumor. You don't think that, you really? I really don't think that. I think because Rivera's got so many close ties to the military, he wanted it to be military-themed, and I think that's why we're the commanders. The fact that you had your head coach and GM making decisions around the brand of your franchise where they're going to be here permanent and we're going to be here forever was asinine to me i did not get why they were letting rivera do that and you saw the making the brand videos and this and that where they accidentally leaked the name of the freaking team on the damn video <laughs> i mean it's just it's it is
1: it is it is and and we're gonna be moving past that we're gonna be moving past that, and and uh, man, when you bring it back up though, it's it's hilarious. It, it really is. I mean, it, it's sad but hilarious at the same time. I mean, uh, they they tried to, to hide it, but let's we got some sleuths. Our fan base, boy, we we got oh, some man, serious man. sleuths, and and they were able to picture that and say, oh. And then they tried to cut. Co- they, they I think they did it. They did a, a retake of it or something. They tried to cover it up, but it, by that time the cat was out the bag. And then freaking what is it sky four or fox five or whatever have you, know, you chopper, over. chopper Brad yeah, from yeah, channel yeah, four yeah. yeah channel four is flying over and saying oh there it is we see <laughs> didn't think about covering that up so we've had a lot of blunders on the way i mean too many to even freaking talk about and that's why we're hoping that you know as you said the hog the, the group the harris owner group they've already rubbed us the wrong way this first go around and you've got to make up for it. Everything that you do from this point on has got to be a hit. It just does. Otherwise you're going to have this fan base looking at you side eye because that shininess is wearing off. We understood that nothing much could be done because you you basically had 30 days to deal with a, a brand new team. We got it. But now come January the 9th or 10th or whatever that date is the fans are going to expect excellence
0: yeah greatness. they definitely are And yeah, Josh Harris met with I'm trying to remember who it was it was some conference downtown DC it was a sports business journal conference and Josh Harris was on stage speaking and he has one quote at the end saying that it's a long journey there's no short, there's no shortcuts to the top. There's shortcuts to the middle. You want to be eight and eight. I can get you there quickly. Eight, eight, and one, you want to be great. There are no shortcuts. And I completely get that. It's going to take time. And you have time, at least for me, to get this right. Because I'm sick and tired of mediocrity. I'm sick and tired of us mm-hmm. being just good enough to potentially have a december game that means something and then get killed and then we don't get a good draft pick. You know, let's let's be bad to be bad right now. Potentially, we could get the third pick in the draft. I don't think we're going to get as high as 2, but we could get as high as 3. And then hopefully draft someone that the GM and the coach want and they're going to be the cornerstone of this team. I mean, to me, that was Trent Williams when we had Trent. You know, yeah. he was your freaking foundation. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if we're going to take a left tackle or what we're going to do. But I agree with, you know, Joshua says, you know, no shortcuts, 8-8-1. I don't want to be 8-8-1. You know, I just – I want us to get back to what it used to be back at RFK. And who knows if we'll actually get back there. It's just these next couple of weeks being in limbo. Like, what are you – what are you rooting for? What are you cheering for? Like, did you watch the Rams and the Ravens game?
1: I did watch a little bit of that. Uh, And, you know, the Rams looked to be a a pretty good opponent. They, I mean, they took it to the wire. If it hadn't been for that that return punt
0: 76 yard walk off punt. Yeah. That was, and that's their backup kick return. That wasn't even their starter because the starter was Mm -hmm. hurt. And for those that didn't see it, I mean, the Rams, they were definitely in contention to win that game. And they had actually, I think they won Mm -hmm. three games straight. So the Rams are six and seven right now. They beat the Seahawks twice. They beat the Colts. They beat the Cardinals twice. And they beat the Browns. So I don't want to say they beat a bunch of juggernauts. I, I mean, the Seahawks, you know, we didn't beat them. We did beat the Cardinals. But the Colts and the Browns, not really the toughest. Where would you think they are on the NFL power ranking list?
1: The Colts and Browns?
0: No, the Rams.
1: The Rams. Uh, well, give me, give me where they were. How about that? Can, you, can you give me that?
0: Where they were prior to the game? Let's yes. see here. I'm not sure if I can give you that one. Okay. Uh, no, I got you. I got you. So actually, they did not move after they lost to the Ravens.
1: They didn't move. And, yeah, and, and, and that's only that's only probably because of the teams that have played. No one has, has made enough of an impact to be able to move. What, what number were they? <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what number they were. So you know what it is.
1: <laughs> well, I tried to slide it in there. You, you almost you, got you, me you, there. You, you about,
0: I'll let you know what they were in week 10. How about that? Okay. All right. In week 10, let's see here. Let me see if I can find. That's right. In week 10, they were three and six and they are ranked 27th in week 10.
1: Ooh. Okay. That was week 10. That was so week now 10. Here, here we are,
0: um, in week 15,
1: uh, now. 15. Yeah, I'm going to say that they they were probably 24 now
0: close man. Close. So 24 is your final? Yeah. You want to up it or move it a little bit?
1: Well, I mean, 25. Okay. (laughs) What are they?
0: Almost. So they are 20th on the list. So plus or minus three. Not bad. It says here, the Rams will look back at the missed opportunities in their valiant OT loss at Baltimore and weep. Unable to get stops on either Lamar Jackson's late touchdown pass on third and seventeen. With a two-point conversion the secondary had a rough day overall allowing two busted coverage touchdowns in the first half the rams offense was mostly terrific and cooper cup had his biggest game in more than a month but four straight second half punts prevented them from seizing control when given the chance they certainly rude the third down sack matthew stafford took in that range of the game immediately after the baltimore safety knocking them out of field goal range the rams can still get in the playoffs and the schedule isn't terrible but this felt like a missed opportunity to steal one against a quality opponent. So I don't want to say the yeah. Rams are desperate, but it's six and seven right now. Their backs are against the wall. They can't mm-hmm. really afford to lose and they've got a soft commander's team flying cross country coming to town that's complaining that the coach is keeping them an extra half hour that they don't want to be there
1: so, it, it doesn't sound good, but it's, no. it's 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 in the making for them to to come out victorious, although we have seen stranger things, uh, I never would have thought that uh, Chicago would have beat uh, no, yeah, Chicago beat Green Bay. I, I, I never would have would have thought that. Um, I, I never would have thought that Miami would have lost to Tennessee, but hey, it, it happens. and um but they are in playoff contention. We technically mathematically, yeah, are still right. in it.
0: We are. Mathematically, we're Mathematically,
1: still in it. We, we still are. However, attitudes, I think, dictate that we're out of it. But uh, th- those guys are, are still, for the most part, in playoff contention, and they're going to be playing hard. It's at their house, um, which I can't wait to see, by by the way. Um, I'm, I really am looking forward to that. And, and as, I, as I told everyone, if we lose... What did you do prior to that? Did you enjoy your experience? So that's going to be the biggest thing: enjoying your experience with fellowshipping with with fellow commanders, fans, and and uh, seeing a new stadium on the road. But those have you guys, been there so far? Back, no, this could be my first time. Oh, i'll nice. so uh, Add that to the list. I, oh, definitely you get stitched into the flag when we get back. Can't wait.
0: You got to take gotta a gotta. video of the flag and stitch man. I'm not sure if you have before, but I'd love to see like a video of the detail of whoever st- are you the one stitching it or no i
1: take no i take it to an embroidery shop oh actually I speaking of that- which yeah
0: if you do re-up your tickets is mrs rally going to get the mini chain to wear the, the, the <laughs> chain you get
1: she doesn't believe in stealing my thunder okay. so i'm gonna say no because uh she just doesn't she said, that's your thing. I, I I will never step on your style. And so uh, I wish a hundred other thousand people would think the same way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, the entire stadium is going to have freaking chains now. So it's going to be ridiculous. But that's, yeah, I'm jealous that all of you guys are getting to go out to LA, enjoy some nice warm weather, see a mm-hmm. brand new stadium, and hopefully envision what ours is going to be like whenever we get one. And if we win, then great, but I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. We're six and a half point dogs. The over under right now is what? 48 and a half. I mean, we put up 20, no 25 points the past two games. So Mm. and we've got 90 put up the past two games. I just, I'm not sure how to feel the last three games. The Rams are averaging 34.7 points a game. Stafford, got hurt during the year, but he's got 19 touchdowns and nine picks. So he's he's doing well, and he doesn't get rid of the ball as quickly as Tua does, but he's getting that ball out of there fast. You're talking 2.7 mm-hmm. seconds.
1: Yeah. So, the, the, I was going to say that the last time we played the Rams was at the Coliseum, and I did go to that game, and we won. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I, I feel as though like like they say, so you you say we got a chance. We've always got a chance anytime you lace the boots up. So we'll see what they say. We'll see what they do.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, we got a chance, but realistically, Cooper Cup is back. And yeah, he he really is. Some of the throws that mm-hmm. Stafford made to Cup where they were nowhere near looking at each other, and he just trusted him to run out there. I mean, that touchdown that Cup had. Mm-hmm. Was freaking unreal, and there was a third and long where I mean that DB just he just got burned completely. And I'll see if I can put them on the YouTube. But I am concerned about our secondary, and if they try and shut down Cup, then they got this freaking kid Puka Nakua. that's cool, yeah, yeah. That's kicking ass over there, and they've also got Kyron Williams. The only reason I know about him is because he's on my fantasy squad, and he came (laughs) back, and he's actually doing really well. So they've got their you know definitely work cut out for him going out there to LA. I just, it's not an unwinnable game. I, I wanted to mm-hmm. go out to LA originally before I had to cancel Christmas because the commanders screwed me over because I thought that, Hey, I could see the new stadium and the Rams aren't the Rams from a couple years ago when they were just yeah. walking up and down people. But I also yeah. feel that the Rams yeah. are peaking at the right time. And I, I agree with you. Our body language is like Tez said, Let's just get the season over with.
1: But that's how all of us are feeling. So it's it's part for the course. I, I, you know, I I've never played NFL ball, but I've played on enough teams to know that when you're at this part of the season, you're just like, okay, Heavenly Father, just allow me not to get injured, and let me just go through this because. I've got Bora Bora on the mind or, or the Maldives on the mind, you know, or, or somewhere in the Pacific islands.
0: I wish man, I'm going to ocean city Maryland. I can't afford no <laughs> Bora. Maldives. Yeah. There's zero chance, but it's, I mean, I think guys are just trying to get through the year. Yeah. Not hurt. And speaking of which Jamin Davis done for the season. He's on IR. He had to undergo surgery for a shoulder problem. I guess that he, happened against the dolphins and he played in 55 of the 61 snaps. So I don't know exactly what happened, but this is Ron talking about Jamin's status and kind of when everything went wrong. And then with, with Jamin, the plan to replace him, is it going to be David Mayo and what, when did he get hurt and, and what's the loss there for him? Well, the biggest thing more than anything else was, um, you know, it, it happened during the game and, you know, he, um, you know, he, he came off for a second. They checked him, and, you know, he said he, he he was fine. He went back out there, finished the game, but he was still having a little bit of trouble the next morning. Um, and so they, you know, they examined him, and then they felt that he needed to get an MRI. And, uh, you know, after getting the MRI, they, they got for a second opinion, and then it went from there. So it was unfortunate. Uh, young man's done a great job for us and uh, really excited about uh, who, he, who he was becoming as a football player. You know, um, you know playing the uh, – the Will backer for us. He's done a great job. You know, he had to play a little bit of the mic in some of the situations when Cody was down, but you know, that's all part of his growth and learning and he's done a nice job. So it's Mayo and Barton that are going to be out there trying to cover Kyron Williams and slow down this Rams defense or offense. And I'm, I'm not holding my breath on that. But one thing that is interesting is the team has until May 2nd to exercise Jamin's fifth year option. So linebacker fifth-year option, not as crazy as a fifth-year option that they were going to have to exercise for Chase. If they decide to do it, then it's projected that his salary is going to be $13.3 million.
1: You as a fan, would you do it?
0: I wanted to look and see what linebackers are getting paid and the top linebackers right now. But to me, he has not lived up to his draft position. He Mm -hmm. definitely has not lived up to 19th pick in the draft. There's zero chance. I don't think anyone would say he has. And for the amount of money it's going to cost 13 million, I feel like that's kind of cheap. So Mm. if you can keep him at that point and he shows flashes, man, down in in LA, Atlanta, and he's covering Bijan and he's there. And he's able to pick the ball off and do stuff. But I feel like for every step forward he takes, he takes three or four steps back. I mean, Saquon burning him, just owning him both games. It's just, it's frustrating. Uh, But
1: Saquon is just a beast all uh, in itself. I mean, the guys were having a hard time covering him last night. So, but I I hear you. You don't want to hear that when it's your linebacker that's getting toasted. So uh, do, do do you look at someone else, you know, who a faster guy that can cover? I mean, we've got so many possibilities in 2024 and I, and, I, and I hate to continue to say that but but that's where my focus is you know as a fan I, I I wear two hats Ted and I'm sure you probably do as well as a fan I want us to win games but my management hat says lose these games it, it, yeah. it I really do feel that way fan I want us to win all the games but my manager hat says lose these games let's get out of this season and let's get ready for the rebuild that's how I really feel man
0: The only person I want to see something from is Sam. That's it. Yeah. Because Jamin, and this is, you know, these are PFF grids. His rookie year, he got a 46.8 for the year. It's his rookie year. I get that. 2022, they gave him a 62.9. This year, he's got a 67.6. I mean, his best game that he got graded was the Falcons game at that point. And Mm -hmm. he's just been up and down. It's just the inconsistency from his game. The worst grade he got this year was against the Eagles, a fifty, and then Dallas, a fifty point one. I just, mm. I need to see more from him consistently, and I don't think we're going to see that. And now he's done for the year, so we're definitely not going to see it.
1: He, he's done. It, it goes back to what, we, what we've said all season: we are consistently inconsistent, and yeah. and that that goes for everyone on the team. I mean, look at the numbers that Terry's putting up look at what Jahan is putting up. I mean, you would have thought that these guys would have had all kinds of crazy catches, but here we are. And we're saying, are they really worth the money? I never thought I would say that about Terry or Jahan or, or anybody else. Are, you, are these guys really worth that amount of money that they we're paying them to produce as little as they
0: have? Yeah. I mean, Jahan at least is a rookie. So you're not having to worry about that there, but, Curtis Sam was, he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year. Do you, you bring him back? What are you going to do? Terry signed that big deal. So it's just another new system coming in. And mm-hmm. really, I don't think we're going to see, and we know what we have in Terry, in my opinion, but I don't think we know what we have yet in Sam. And from a grade perspective, he's been all over the map too. I mean, he has mm-hmm. a kick-ass game against the Seahawks making the most beautiful throws that I don't think I could ever see anyone else make and Then he's just a stinker against the freaking giants and Tommy DeVito. And, but is that more so on Sam or because of the offensive lineman he's surrounded by, or because of Eric B refusal to change up the script and just be so adamant. And then we see him, you know, in the bills game, throw how many picks and should have been taken out of that game. So now he actually has to go up against what the Rams who have a pretty good defense. Yeah, Aaron Donald. I mean, defensively, the Rams are giving up their 18th. They're giving up 339 yards a game. Uh, In the air, they are allowing 226.7. So they're 20th. So, I mean, that pass rush, though, Aaron Donald coming up to get us, I'm concerned, is – are we going to get a real chance to actually evaluate Sam because of the teams we're going up against? We still got to deal with Chase coming back to FedEx. And you know mm-hmm. he's going to be hungry. And mm-hmm. Bosa and everyone else over there. But I don't know. The next couple of games, Like, I, I don't want us to win. I'm sorry. I just I don't. To me, it, it yeah. gets us absolutely nothing. But I want to see Sam do as well as he possibly can so we can finally put to bed whenever the draft is when we get that pick, should it be a quarterback or should it be a left tackle or something else? And there are fans out there that want Marvin Harrison Jr. And I just, I mm. wanna, I wanna smack him, man. And I, I, yeah. I'm not into, I'm just like, wake up. We don't need another wide receiver here that can't block or do anything. And I understand Marvin Harrison Jr. is being compared to Calvin Johnson. But what did Detroit win with Calvin Johnson?
1: Yeah. I need linemen. I need the big beefs up front. I got to have that to protect him. But that go. that's another thing that I was going to say. You know, we we talk about uh, you want to see Sam do better. But realistically, is he going to be able to do better? That's the question. E- exactly. We don't, I don't know. know and there's a part of me that feels that we should save him. I mean, let him play. But at the same time, if he's getting killed and he's supposedly our future, no, no matter who you put back there is going to get killed.
0: I don't know if he's our future is my thing is I I'm not sold on Sam being the future. If you get a chance to draft someone this high, I think you have to take it in regards to a quarterback because you never know if you're going to be up here again, the second pick, the third pick, the fourth pick in the draft, if you get a chance and you know, right now draft order wise, we're fourth. And I think the, okay, you got the Panthers that are going to get first. You've got the, patriots that are going to get second i i can't see them winning any more games and i can't remember who's third but right now we're fourth and i just i don't want to let someone slip through our hands at that point that could be a potential tua is what it comes down to
1: mm-hmm. it, oh boy we, we, we <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about this man and i keep saying that 2024 here we come what are our our talent evaluators are going to say, what's our general manager going to say? What What are they going to do? And, and it's going to be interesting, man. And I, I, I for one, I can't wait, but I still want us to win. Uh, it's my I, fan. I aspect. hear it.
0: I hear it. I just, to me right now, the Cardinals are third, right? Mm-hmm. I, the bears are fifth. I can see the bears winning a couple more games. I can see the Cardinals winning a couple more games. The only game I'd say I want us to win is that Cowboys game at the end of the year, just because I the don't want to deal season, with their yeah. fans in the stands. But realistically, mm. other than that, I just want us to go into this offseason and let our GM get as much clout as he possibly can, draft pick wise. Cause it's we're a sexier destination the higher the pick we get. So I'm not talking about like free agent town. I'm talking coaching town. You know, there's gonna be a lot of jobs that are opening up. And, hey, would you want to come here? Would you got this potential third-round pick in the draft? Or what do you want to do? And in regards to Sam, he's going to be running for his life against Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. But to me, is he recognizing where the blitz is coming from? Is he making the right decisions? If he can't – let's just say it's a three-step process. If he can hit step one and step two, and he doesn't get to step three and actually complete that pass, if he can show me he can do one and two, like consistently, then that's a different story. And I'm not going to blame him about three because his offensive line is crap. But if he knows where the blitz is coming from and he makes the right read, but can't actually get it there because his receiver's not getting separation, then that's another story. So... I think we've seen that though already. Not consistently. Not consistently (laughs) enough for me.
1: Okay. And I don't think that you're going to get it consistent these games either. Because as you just said, the pressure he's going to be under. I just I just don't think that it's 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 plausible or feasible, but yeah. we will see. I, I, I'm like you, man. My hat goes off to the kid, and I hope that he can pick up the blitz. I hope he can change the coverage. I hope he can do all of that type of stuff. But we've seen, on average, he has a difficult time doing it. But I'm still trying to ride with him, though, because maybe experience is the best teacher.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely is, and I'm glad that he got reps. And I was shocked to see Jacoby Brissett come in in that last bit of the Dolphins game, considering he's gotten beaten up all year and he didn't take as many hits in that game, but they put Brissett in. So I I don't understand why they did that because Ron, all post-game press conferences was, nope, we're keeping Sam in there because we want him to get the experience. And then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. now you want to take his ass out, but it's Ron. It's whatever at this point, but for you, I I understand you want to see him win. Who was your don't sleep energy player or players of the week to make that happen? I'm
1: going to have to see some secondary, some great footwork, great hands. Secondary has got to happen, make it happen. I, I think our 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 uh, our front four, front seven. I think they'll they'll be okay, but that that passing attack scares me. So my 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 uh, DBs and safeties, I got to see it.
0: Yeah, I was gonna go secondary, but really, they can cover. All day long, but they're eventually you can't cover all, sorry. Eventually you can't cover all day long. You know, no. you need to get that ball out of Stafford's hands. And John, Duran haven't done anything. And they're complaining now about getting double teamed because you don't got Chase and Tez there. Well, you guys are getting paid a ton of money. And you're here to make plays, you haven't made any. Right so, through it. Let's see what you can do. Cause you know who's also getting double teamed all the time? Aaron Donald. And he's still making a freaking impact every single chance you can get.
1: Triple team. Yeah. So I saw saw where you got triple teamed.
0: Yeah. And John's talking about potentially not wanting to be here and this and that. Prove you still want to be here. Do something on Sunday. Actually show up and show out. And we'll see what happens from there. Maybe, you know what, John? You're auditioning for a job too with this new GM. Because your contract ain't guaranteed anymore. And a lot of people are saying that he came out with those comments just as a contract ploy, because his contract isn't guaranteed and there are other guys getting paid more than him. Sorry, that's just the NFL. You mm-hmm. sign a contract now, a guy signs it later on, he's getting paid more than you. That's just the way it works. But a week later, yeah. If you actually produce and do something, then maybe you don't got to worry about it. And then that contract will work itself out. But I have not seen anything out of John to make him an actual leader on this team right now. And I need to see that if we're actually going to win this game. I mean, prediction wise, I'm taking the Rams. I I can't take us to win this game. And part of me wants to put money down on the Rams to cover the six and a half points just because of how much we've lost lately. Mm -hmm. But you're flying out there. What are you thinking?
1: Uh, I think the Rams come away with this just because of the the players wanting to get through the season. That's how I look at it. But I I will say that my DraftKings will have – Akua, uh, Pakua, I'm I'm butchering his last name, but yeah. any time touchdown score, I'm feeling that. Uh,
0: that's actually not a bad idea, man, because I was looking today to see the props, but it's Tuesday, so there aren't a ton of them in there. Mm-hmm. But at least, you know, get some money in your pocket and help pay for that trip. That would yeah. be a good time, because, yep. yeah, Makua and Cooper Cup, maybe a little parlay on the Rams to Ooh. see what happens there. But are you going on the field?
1: I don't know. Uh, so I, I never, I never know until later on, but go ahead.
0: You got to get some of those SBEvent.net stickers, man, or something for the players. Cause Bora Bora Maldives, they can afford that trip. I can't So <laughs> just a couple more weeks. So they get to go on vacation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, that, that would be lovely for that to happen. But, uh, What will happen is we're bringing another uh, show to an end and I greatly appreciate you riding with us this far, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I really do appreciate it. Myself, Tailgate Ted, we are here for you as well as I know you are here for us. So we thank you for making this journey with us. 100 episodes, now we're on 101. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Hey, remember guys, you rep it hard. You don't rep it at all Tailgate Ted Rally Captain 101st show We're out